Hello, hello. So we'll continue to talk more about the organizational structure. And we were talking about Jack Welch and that according to him, that there is no room for underperformers. They will eventually kill the organization. A manager has to constantly search for excellence in people. To execute the task at hand, managers need people who exceed expectations on a consistent basis. Identification of such people is one of the most difficult things to do, but also one of the most necessary. Welch's mantra to his managers was, If you cannot compete at this level, you do not belong here. This policy became lightning rod for controversy, but Welch saw it as a necessary step. In sports, the most successful teams keep only the best. Never trust men without trusting them. Testing them. So never trust men without testing them. And after testing them, give each one of them the work for which they are fit. Even if, even after choosing the right person for any job, see that the time is right for performance and then get him to begin it. These gurals talk about the danger of entrusting work to somebody without trying them out. While hiring a new recruit, we generally have a testing period, which is called probation period. During this period, we put the selected person under supervision of somebody else and do not give him independent charge. It is only after it is ascertained that the person is capable of handling the position that he or she is given independent charge. While the probation concept is strictly followed for lower level positions, for higher level positions it is not often followed. At higher levels, due to the paucity of time and other factors, people are directly brought in at senior level based on their previous experience without a test period. While a few such people are successful, many of them become failures. We also hear debates about homegrown CEOs versus lateral recruitment from outside, which is generally without testing. According to these Kurals, directly trusting somebody and putting him in charge of something is a folly, which will lead to problems. In my personal experience, I have seen this a couple of times and have decided in favor of putting only people who are tested in responsible positions as prescribed by the Kurals. Another important aspect prescribed by these Kurals is that even after testing, give each the work for which he is fit. This is a very important concept. Each person is good at a certain task and not good at other things. People should be continuously reassessed and assigned to the job in which they are the best performers. If this principle is followed, the overall efficiency of the organization will improve. This reminds me of that example where if you give the job of, of, of climbing up a tree to a fish, she will fail. But if you give that same job to a monkey, he will definitely succeed. Same with a giraffe. If you want to get a, a, a leaf from a tall tree, he will do it perfectly well. But the same job from a lion might not be the best idea. So you, might, you have to put the right people in the right jobs. 
In this connection, the following observation by Peter Drucker are similar. He maintains that of all the decisions an executive makes, none is important as decisions about people because that determines the performance capacity of the organization. Drucker suggests some basic principles in assigning responsibilities. One such rule is don't give new people major assignments, for doing so only compounds the risks. Give this sort of assignment to someone whose behavior and habits you know and who has earned trust and credibility within your organization. To trust a man whom you have not tried and to suspect a man whom you have tried is found worthy will lead alike to endless ills. So I'll read that again. To trust a man whom you have not tried and to suspect a man whom you have tried and found worthy will lead alike to endless ills. Determine first the capacity of the person and the work for which he is fit and then leave him responsible charge of the same. In this regard, calling Turner affirms that a time-honored approach in finding the right people for the right role is to hire on attitude before aptitude. Once the person has the right attitude, it will be easier to train him with the aptitude required for a particular job. But if the person's attitude is negative, even though he has the right aptitude for the job, it will be difficult to make him work and accomplish the job in an efficient manner. It is a pleasure to teach someone with the right attitude how much he or she knows about the organization is not important, but it takes just one person with bad attitude to spoil the work atmosphere. In this connection, the stories of Southwest Airlines is worth noting. Entrepreneurial leader Herbert Kellner built Southwest Airlines from a small company into the world's most successful airline businesses, profitable for many years on a continuous basis, consistently named as one of the best places to work in the U.S. The organization enjoyed the industry's highest rate of people retention, impressive for an industry plagued by fair wars, recessions, oil crisis, and other disasters. According to Kelleher, their success was attributable to putting the right people in the right role with the right attitude. Anyone who looks at things solely in terms of factors that can easily be quantified, says Kelleher, is missing the heart of the business, which is having the right people with the right attitude. Alexander Hiam suggests the importance of the following three characteristics before assigning jobs to employees. Purpose. It is important. It has meaning. And it contributes to important goals or needs. Interest. It is something that engages their interests and strengths. Ability. It is something they are capable of doing. Before assigning roles or tasks to your employees, you should know that about each person's ability and interest. The simplest way to do that is finding out which opportunities would excite them of excite each of them to strive for success. So I'll read that last sentence again. The simplest way 
to do that is by finding out which opportunities would excite them to strive for success often after even after identifying the right people for the job and delegating a job managers get into operational details and do not allow the subordinates to perform their jobs in the efficient way due to this the person to whom the job is entrusted entrusted also does not feel responsible and overall a lot of confusion prevails the kural advocates that once a job is entrusted after proper assessment it should be left under a person's responsibility and he should be given enough space to fulfill his responsibility after you have decided that a man is fit for an office raise him to the dignity of that office and give him the conveniences that will enable him to fill that office worthily quite often in organizations even after identifying a person as fit for an office or job due to his low wage el- educational qualifications or other such factors he is not given the appropriate position title and other conveniences further he is not equipped with the appropriate tools to be successful this considerably weakens his authority with others as well as his ability and will affect his performance in view of this once a decision is taken to give a particular job to somebody you have to give appropriate position and conveniences to him david cottrell in monday morning leadership says that one of the main things for a leader is to equip his employees with the tools to be successful choose the person who is able to develop resources of your enterprise and cure the ills that may befall it set him to manage your affairs says the tirukural 512 the two very important qualities required in a person to be in a managerial position the person should be able to continuously think of ways to develop revenues and implement those ways even more important is the continuous review of organizational skills and finding ways to cure them a person who falls short of the in these abilities can never be a manager let him alone be selected for service who is well endowed with kindness intelligence and a decision making capability and who is free from greed while the person you select should be intelligent and have decision making capability it is very important that he is free from greed otherwise over a period of time instead of working for organizational benefit he may start doing unethical things to get undue advantage do not misunderstand the liberties taken by the servant who is very skillful at his work fortunes will depart from you generally people who are very skillful at work will have certain pride and due to this pride will take certain liberties if one is very intolerant of these liberties and tries to enforce rules and discipline in line with all others these highly skilled people will get demoralized and leave the organization due to this the fortunes of the organization will be affected An interesting essay in Harvard Business Review about managing bad habits discusses the fatal personality flaws in highly competent people. One person takes on too much work, another sees the downside in every proposed change, and the third pushes people out of the way. At best, 
people with these bad habits create their own glass ceilings which limit their success and their contributions to the company at worst they destroy their own careers as per the article helping people break their self created glass ceilings is the ultimate win-win scenario in which both the individual and the organization are recorded are rewarded the tirukural here says again let the ceo oversee everything every day there will be nothing wrong with the company so long as there is nothing wrong with the officers of the company once the right people are selected at all levels the job of the ceo becomes simple he has to just oversee everything every day and things will go well as long as executives are good in this connection the following observation of peter drucker is worth noting one does not manage people the task is to lead people the goal is to make productive the specific strengths and knowledge of each individual in this context the following quotation by david cottrell also is worth noting the most important asset in your company is having the right people on your team if you have the right people on your team you have a great chance to be successful the wrong people david cottrell says the greatest liability in your company could be having the wrong people on your team in fact there is nothing any competitor can do to hurt your team as much as having the wrong people on your team if an organization follows the people selection principles enshrined in the tirukural i am definite such problems can be avoided with this i will end the session in the next session we will talk about the conduct of affairs and all its key aspects stay tuned for the next episode see you all soon